0: During uh, football season, most people in the country know us for our wave, um, the Iowa wave. We have our children's hospital directly across the street, um, and you can see it from the from the stadium. So, uh, after the first quarter gets done, make an announcement. Everybody turns to the children's hospital and waves to the children, and you can see the children waving back um, from the from the windows back at us too. So. real microphone like if i was supposed to get that
1: i you know i, I have to go big or go home with this there podcast <laughs> i'm the number one cheerleading podcast in the world okay <laughs> there we go. we <laughs> i've been saying that for the for the past a uh, couple episodes but i mean come on someone has to be there you go number one podcast. You got your right? niche I mean, this is your this is your area <laughs> i gotta back it up you know i gotta back it up with with who i'm interviewing and uh and the content that i get that i put out because yeah. it's very important for me to make sure that people get what they want, what they want to listen to, whether you're a new person or someone that is just, I don't know, interested about the cheer world. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But
0: While we're in our pandemic, there's a lot of people out there that have lots of time right now to listen exactly. and tune in. So Exactly.
1: Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, it's the right time. It's the right time right now to really just get this info. Yeah. Um, but Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one cheerleading podcast in the world. Yes, we are the number one. Uh, today's episode, I have Coach Greg from the University of Iowa. How's it going, Coach? Well, good. How you doing, Tony? Excellent. I'm doing excellent. Um, another thing, I would, oh, another thing we were talking about is what are the plans for for this upcoming year for Iowa? I know so, with the whole pandemic, I mean, a lot of teams, or a lot of states are really, you know, shifting yeah. with different plans. So,
0: it's kind of fluid. It's kind of moving as we go along, and we're finding things out day by day. So, um, as of right now, we we had tryouts via video, like most people, and um, luckily, our first round of tryouts has always been video. So, we had stuff from yeah. a lot of our incoming already, so that worked out. And But we've been Zooming. Every Monday, we Zoom and talk about stuff. They do workouts and stuff, but... Yeah, we're not coming back till August, so it'll be really interesting to see yeah, how we all come together. we have uh, yet to actually see each other, so
1: yeah. I have a I have a friend that just made the team at your school. Uh she yeah. she went to Barrington. Addie? Yeah, yeah Addie. Addie there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, awesome. she's a great friend of mine. A great former teammate. Good. Uh do you guys with last episode with coach Ben? from the Ohio State <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotta make sure I say the D right yeah. um, he said that he does a lot of recruitment do you guys do like a lot of recruiting stuff or do you guys just uh, we'll,
0: we'll go out and recruit some like I try to make it to the Illinois state competition each spring I think it's uh, where a talent pool is coming from is Illinois the northern part of Illinois and then mm-hmm. around Iowa so try to make it out there uh, a lot of contacts with coaches that just kind of know they have a kid coming up, maybe a junior or senior that I should look at and stuff. So they'll reach out to me and reach out to them and talk to them. I mean, so,
1: yeah. I mean, definitely the state of Illinois. I mean, it's it's very popular, it's you know. Yeah, it's uh, very very good, strong uh, cheerleaders a and... out of there. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, hey, let me let me talk. Let's talk about the University of Iowa. Mm-hmm. What's the normal day like for a cheerleader at the University of Iowa?
0: So depending on the day, um, uh, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we've got practice in the afternoon. So they'll go to classes in the morning, come back for practice in the afternoon. Uh, our athletic trainers, they're usually an hour out to kind of help with everything that kind of needs taken care of going into a practice, uh, whether it be taping or some rehab. Our practices are four to seven at night. Um, so a normal practice kind of hitting a little bit of stunting, pyramids, tumbling, baskets, um, game day material, just going over, making sure everybody's prepped and ready for that and talking about the upcoming week or upcoming game or whatever it might be. Um, on the other days, usually lifting is in the mornings, um, and then they go to classes after that, so lift 8 to 9 in the morning and then go on to classes. Oh, you guys go 9 a.m. for lifting? Yeah, we go 8 a.m., oh. 8 to 9, oh, 8 a.m. which is... Much better than 6 a.m. We had a 6 a.m. Yeah. time slot a couple of years ago, and that that didn't work out so well. So yeah, definitely, um, I know I missed. Yeah, State, uh,
1: we had around six. I think we had 6:30. We had we had practice in the morning, 6:40, yeah. like an hour and a half or something, and then we went to lifting right away. There you go. Like, Get oh, it all baby. done. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely yeah, fun. I- though, worth it
0: a game day weekend uh, like a Saturday. I mean, if we had, if, if we had a normal non COVID year <laughs> uh, like an 11 o'clock game, we'd okay. show up around seven o'clock um, get ready to, if we had to do something with marketing or get something ready to put on the jumbotron, they kind of film that stuff early. And then we go out, mm-hmm. sell calendars, mingle around the parking lots. Um, the calendars are a, a fundraiser that we use that a good, a good portion for them in football season. And then, Mingling with those people in tailgates, taking pictures with people, signing oh, yeah. shirts and RVs and everything else, and then we do our pregame with the, the band um, about an hour and a half before the game and then march over to the field, warm up some pyramids and stuff for the game, and and then it's on. So and then it's, it's game on. day. Game so day. <laughs> fall going I, I hope on. it feels like that <laughs> this fall. I'm not sure what it'll feel like <laughs> this fall, but
1: Praying. We're ho- hopefully hopefully everything turns out pretty well. Uh first thing first, everyone has to be safe. Correct. But, you know, really, really hope that Safe and happens. healthy. Healthy and safe is important this fall. So, oh, yeah. Now, you're, you're, the game day is happening. You have the lights, you have the, the fans. What are some traditions you guys do on game day?
0: So, probably our biggest tradition that most people know about uh, this would be any sport where you help out with. So, football, basketball, wrestling, gymnastics um, are flags. So, running the flags out, the IOWA and the Tiger Hawk flag. Um, Big 12-foot by 15-foot flags running out. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's probably the biggest tradition. After we score a touchdown, we do the IOWA in the corner, so we get the stadium going. And uh, it was a couple years ago, uh, it was a Minnesota night game, and we got IOWA going, and it basically went for about, like, 10 minutes through that quarter. It just kept going. The game was still going on, but people just kept chanting and kept chanting, and it was just kind of that overall amazing feeling to have. 70,000 people doing I-O-W-A, I-O-W-A. So that's probably our biggest uh, tradition. Um, Iowa chant, nice and simple, three syllables, I-O-W-A, and getting the crowd up and the student section up doing that. And then um, during uh, football season, most people in the country know us for our wave, um, the Iowa wave. We have our children's hospital directly across the street. um, And you can see it from the, from the stadium. So, uh, after the first quarter gets done, make an announcement, everybody turns to the children's hospital and waves to the children and you can see the children waving back, um, from the, from the windows back at us too. So yeah, that's probably awesome. We just actually put something up on our social media today about that. Waving for the kids. So hoping that goes viral and gets around, but yeah, we're looking forward to that this fall.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've seen videos, uh, I mean, the, I mean, when people make those videos, whether it's on your account or on yeah. YouTube, uh, it, it's it's such an amazing uh, experience. And it looks amazing. Oh, yeah. My buddy you know, was supposed to invite me to a game, and that never happened. <laughs> never so did. I'm so kind of salty <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we get, to, we get to send some of our team up to the actual area where the kids are. So they'll go up there right after kickoff. Um, they'll go up there, spend the first quarter with the kids, taking pictures with them if the parents want, signing autographs and stuff, and then they wave. And then they come back down and do the game. So that's there's a couple scary. of us up there each game to wave back at us. So that's fun. It's fun to include the visitors too. It's so whenever special. the visiting team is there, we get them. We meet them in the middle of the end zone and wave together. And now the teams, it wasn't the teams because they're kind of focused the first year we did it, but now the football teams, visitors, and I'm home wave as well. So it's fun to include everybody. That's
1: good. No, that's 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 really good. Now from from that tradition, from what you guys do. What makes the University of Iowa chilling team special in your own words as a head coach?
0: Oh, I think it's I mean I think it's the Hawkeye fans. I think it's amazing um support that we get um no matter what the sport is, no matter where we're at. I mean i I think about bowl games we've been to and uh, to go all the way to Florida to get all the way to California and just have i mean thousands upon thousands of Hawkeye fans there that are just like diehards um, taking up the tailgating areas and coming to any of the events that we do and stuff and being turned away because there's too many people at a, a convention center that you can get like 10, 15,000 people and then people are turned away because too many Hawkeye fans showed up. So I think it's the fans. I mean, that's the big thing. And um, on a coach's perspective, seeing the athletes um, kind of grow, I mean, from where they are, their first year, their freshman year, if I get them as freshmen or later, if I get them later, and seeing what they can do with stunting and tumbling mm-hmm. and um, just everything. I mean, just enjoying yeah, that f- crowd feedback and stuff they get. Like when they get run those flags out the first time and they hear the crowd roar, like there's nothing that can compare to that. Like you can You can only say, you can practice it so many times, say this is what it's going to be. And then you like hear 70,000 people roar when the Iowa flags go up, and you're like, holy cow, like that, it like moves you. So,
1: as a freshman uh how does the team how is the team composed like do you guys have several teams like like a black squad so like we black
0: and white or we just have one right now we have one team covers everything uh, there was a time when i first came here with a, a black and a gold squad kind of a jv varsity setup and um we actually had a women's and a men's athletic department at that time too so lots has changed since then but yeah. um so yeah we just have one squad um We don't have 12 and 12 couples right now, but looking for 12 and 12, take a couple extra if we can get them. Um, And, yeah, we cover everything. So in the fall, it's uh, football and volleyball. Uh, In the winter sports, men's, women's basketball, wrestling. And then we help out at gymnastics as well. We'll perform at gymnastics, and I'll just kind of request from the gymnastics coaches. We get to use their spring floor and their – tumble track and their pits and all that. So come and support them and help
1: them out too. So Do rookies get to cheer the games?
0: Uh, For the most part they do. Um, Yeah, we we don't have that many extra bodies to kind of keep
1: out from doing it. But yeah. Now, what are some expectations? You know, when you are a hot guy? Because as as an athlete, you know, you are a, a cheerleader most importantly, you are a student uh, you know, you're a student ambassador, you are representing the university at Iowa. So what do you, so what are some expectations?
0: Um, I mean, our expectations are to kind of give it your all. I mean, that's the biggest thing we can do. We, uh, we're under athletics, uh, athletics supports us in every way possible. I mean, they have, we have a strength coach. We have an academic advisor through athletics. Um, we have our athletic trainer, We've got help through the nutritionists and through the sports psychologists and all that. So they support us really well here at the University of Iowa. So our expectation is just that you give everything you can. I mean, um, there's always that kind of that gray area that cheerleaders are in, that we're, we're student athletes, but we're not. Like, it's kind of that in-between. And we just keep on a – we want to keep pushing that we get that recognition. So when you're asked to do something, I mean, you're supposed to be lifting at 8, be it lifting at 755 when you're – supposed to be at an event for the alumni association either 10 minutes early so you can be in place and ready to go so just kind of giving your all as you're going along and um yeah just representing representing the university of iowa i mean we want you to enjoy your time here and want you to reap in all the benefits you get um but at
1: the same time yeah it's it's work like you were saying you know when you're a cheerleader or whatever school you're at you you have to bring your A game whether it's at a community service or at an event, because uh, I know Coach Elise from Michigan State, and mm-hmm. I also talked about this with Coach Ben. But you know, the more you show professionalism, you know, the more you really stand out. You know, the mm-hmm. more the, uh, athletic department will, you know, support you and help you and and be recognized. Like you said, really definitely you know, show that you guys. Yeah, I think that's something that the as they're out doing PRs, like as- you guys do put a lot of time.
0: I think that um something that while they're out doing PRs and stuff, it's something they don't realize at first that, I mean, this is, we've had uh, people come back after they've graduated and they were interviewed by somebody that who, whose tailgater they've been to like 20 times in the time they were here, never realized that this person worked for John Deere, worked for some company <laughs> and they, and all of a sudden they're interviewing with this person. This person's like, oh, you stop on my tailgate like every time and like all of a sudden like <laughs> pieces come together and like, yeah, so it's not, I mean, very few of us go on to be cheerleaders. I mean, obviously as coaches do, but very few of us like need the ability to throw a toss cupie later or to throw a back tuck later or anything. <laughs> Whereas the, yeah. the skills of communication are, I mean, it's huge. I mean, any letter of recommendation I ever write is really focuses on those areas of uh, communication and organization because you really need those as as a collegiate athlete
1: exactly now any advice for high schoolers or transfers looking to try out for your program definitely
0: um well i would suggest to anybody i mean if it's not the university of iowa um wherever you're looking to go to just make sure that you reach out to the coach as early as possible i mean we'll have high school freshmen, high school sophomores reach out just so they can make sure that they're ready and all that. But reach out to the, reach out to our program, um, reach out to me and I'll let you know about clinics. I'll let you know about upcoming opportunities that you might have. If you're coming to campus with your parents, like come talk to us. Like I'll show you the arena. I'll show you our practice area. Um, But yeah, just really reaching out and just taking it all in. Um, If you don't have that opportunity to come out for one of our clinics, like make sure you reach out to some other college or an all-star gym that might have some open gyms or coed clinics, um, that type of a thing. But I mean, I, I'm a huge supporter of the Big Ten as a whole. So if anybody's having something, we're gonna and you're closer to them, go there and get that. But get that feeling yeah. for. I mean, coed stunting is a big one because you can can pay somebody at your all-star gym to stunt with you, but to get around and have some guys from Purdue and Michigan State and Iowa and kind of get the Great feel for different line. guys. Yeah, it's good to kind of mix it up a little bit.
1: Mix it up with different guys stunt or if you're a girl or guy it don't matter. Yeah. Uh, but also, I mean, getting that you know, getting that one on one with the college gives you that that feeling of okay, this is what I should expect. Because you know, like you said, you can always stunt with someone from an all star team or do privates, but yeah. you know, they won't possibly know what that university or college wants.
0: Yeah. Well, and the big thing too, is to, to visit the college and to come to college for college, like, Again, (laughs) no one's going on to become a professional cheerleader for the most part, but you want that degree. You want to, I mean, that's the hard part is you'll have kids from other States that'll come because they want to cheer and then realize none of their friends came there. They don't have any connections to the university that they don't have a major. They thought they'd figure it out later. And and then they end up after a semester or two going back home because they're going to another college because it just, it didn't fit what they were looking for. But if you come here, look with a, degree in mind and you kind of have the program here that really represents you then that helps out i mean going to college for the rest of your life you're cheering for a fun opportunity while you're here so
1: yeah you're there for you're there for you're there for a good time not a long time right or you could Correct. say or so, i don't know <laughs> there you go um okay coach uh i want to ask you this and i know i didn't i didn't actually i didn't let you know before <laughs> that, but surprise what's, what's your great what's your best memory from as, as a head coach as a head coach um head coach at the University of Iowa whether it's either a game day situation or practice
0: yeah i mean it's there's a ton of great memories so um kind of like i mentioned before like here in the Iowa go and after after an amazing touchdown or after an amazing win um I mean, we've had so many amazing night games here where we weren't supposed to, we had no chance against a a Michigan or a the Ohio state or something. And we pulled it up Penn state. I mean, all three of them we beat here at home at night games. And, and those are amazing. Um, I think the, one of the reasons I came to the university of Iowa was to experience a Rose bowl. Like I was back in the Chicago suburbs, helping out at Northwestern and coaching there. And then, this opportunity opened up I'm like, Oh, Iowa football school. That's going to be great. We'll go to the Rose bowl probably in the next like two years or so. Cause Northwestern, mm-hmm. I mean, that's 25 years ago. Northwestern was not a football school. So, no, um, not at all. So yeah. But then, uh, yeah, 20 years later, we finally got to go to a Rose bowl. So it took a little while to get there, but <laughs> I'm mean, definitely an experience to say walking in the Rose bowl parade and just the whole, um, pomp and circumstance of the whole bowl game is so cool to say it was part of, but, yeah, I mean, that's, so many good that's memories. Crazy. It's 25 years of coach, and there's a lot of good <laughs> memories. So yeah.
1: that's that's crazy, coach. But uh, hey, Coach Greg, thank you so much. Really means a lot for you being part of the podcast. And I mean, it's it's a number one podcast. Come on now, I want to be on. Congratulations
0: on that. <laughs> it's great news.
1: <laughs> uh, thank you, coach, so You're much. Welcome. I will talk to you soon. All right. Have a good day.